Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come into HomeGoods for our biggest event ever. Right now, there's huge savings on a huge selection of rugs, lamps, art, and furniture. So you can find a new velvet tufted sofa and a brushed gold lamp to go with a marble-topped coffee table and a colorful hand-woven rug to go under that Italian leather chair or bold art to hang above it. Right now, hurry in for huge savings on must-have finds. Come in and go finding today. Home Goods. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves. I'm down-to-earth Erica. And I'm joyful Jackie. We're two moms taking a stand against the hustle and grind. To help you find more ease and flow in your life and business. Let's dive in. Welcome to Mama's Making Waves, episode number three. Today, we're going to be talking about loving your marketing. This is one of our Marketing Minute episodes that we'll have each month, and Jackie, our marketing expert, is going to share a lot of her tips and tricks and strategies with us on these episodes. Jackie, why don't you share a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, As I said on a previous episode, I have only been an entrepreneur for a little over a year now. But before that, I worked in the corporate world for over 15 years, doing everything from digital strategy and copywriting to a lot of e-commerce operations. I feel like I'm reading my resume right now, but (laughs) you know how it is. But a lot of the things that happened in the corporate world translate really nicely into smaller businesses because small businesses is a big business on a small scale. So so what are you doing now in your in your own business? Mm-hmm. My business is called Communicate Your Joy and the tagline is Marketing for Healers. So I'm doing marketing, business strategy, business coaching for entrepreneurs like yourself that are in the healing mindset. So I work with coaches and therapists and yoga studios and Reiki practitioners and pretty much anyone who wants to lead a business from an authentic and heart-centered place. I think one of the problems that we get into with marketing is people just aren't authentic anymore. And it's because like with everything, there's so much noise, there's so much busy that it's hard for people to actually find their space where they feel authentic and true without having to stand on a rooftop digitally and say, oh my God, look at me, here's my business, I'm on Facebook, buy stuff for me. Well, and also those people are... I think feeling a lot of pressure to Mm -hmm. show up in a specific way. They see everybody else doing certain things that seem effective, Mm -hmm. you know, or powerful. And so it's hard, I think, for entrepreneurs to show up as who they really are Mm -hmm. and being authentic because you're also trying to follow that strategy or that plan that says do these five things and you can get a hundred new clients or whatever. Yeah. And so much of that now is on these, it's kind of like the used car salesman mentality when it comes to marketing. It's like, buy this shiny new thing and take it off the lot and your life will be perfect. 
No, I can tell you that most of the people who are the loudest and screaming and selling the most stuff are selling because they are in that hustle mentality that you and I talk so much about. The people that are doing well and are successful on their own terms are the ones that are like, you know what? I really don't want to be on Facebook, so I'm not going to be on Facebook. Or I really like blogging, so I'm going to blog 10 times a day. And if people want to read it, that's great. If not... No big deal. They found ways to make marketing work for them, not being something that they have to do because it's part of their business. I've had a really hard time with marketing because I feel so passionate about my work and passionate about the, you know, engaging with my clients. I love that type of connection, Mm -hmm. but it just feels weird when I'm not talking to a person, you know, when I'm showing up on channels that I'm not, I don't necessarily understand very well, like Mm -hmm. the strategy behind it. And I get in my brain a lot and my mind a lot about how I'm going to do this thing. And it's hard for me to just show up as myself because there's so much Mm -hmm. else in my mind that I feel pressured to do. And also I feel like it's overwhelming because there's, you should have an email list. You should have a website. You should have a Facebook page. You should have an Instagram and Mm -hmm. a Twitter and you should have a YouTube channel and you should do all of these things. And I also am a mom Mm -hmm. and I have a business and I have to work with clients and I have a babysitter when I'm getting paid (laughs) and I have all of these things to manage. I don't have a lot of extra time to do I don't know Twitter well. I'm not Mm -hmm. on Twitter. So I don't know how to market to Twitter. That's not my thing. And so I feel like when I think about my marketing, it just feels overwhelming. And it's hard for me. I don't love it. Mm -hmm. So how do you love it? You start with what you know. That That's the advice that I get as a writer all the time is you start with what you know and then you expand where you need to. Like your customers, I would say they're probably not on Twitter. So you don't have to worry about Twitter. Just drop that off your to-do list. I mean, it's kind of like going back to the, you know, the Pinterest mom who's wearing like the cute boots and she's got her coffee cup oh, and she's got Pinterest. Yeah. Pin, yeah. That's another channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Pinterest. I yeah. just forgot that people right. use it for business. But you know, you see this, this perfect mom and she's, you know, making all these home cooked meals and she's doing all that. There's like the entrepreneur version of that where the person's on their MacBook and they're at the coffee shop and they're working like all the time. And it's like, that's not us. That's not perfect. And you know what? Maybe there are people out there that are perfect and they're marketing consultants, but those are the people that I want to work with. Like I want the people that like working with me, like working with me because I'm real. And because I, you know, I screw things up too. They screw things up. I screw things up. You know, I, we both talk about how done is better than perfect. Oh my gosh. That's been (laughs) one of my, uh, I don't know, intentions yeah. for this last year. I mm-hmm. just repeat it like a mantra to myself right. all of the time because mm-hmm. I'm such an inner perfectionist. Yep. And honestly, I think part of that is fear-based and mm-hmm. part of it is wanting to control everything, which ultimately comes back to fear. Oh, yeah. Um. But I know when I met you last year, <laughs> like when we started working together – you wanted to take over so much of my marketing and I just couldn't let go of it. I felt like if I'm going to have my own business, Mm -hmm. I should be able to be responsible for everything. Mm -hmm. Like how do I deserve to build a business if I can't handle my website? I was actually coaching a client who told me that in December, like she is a health coach and she's amazing at what she does, but she was saying, like, if I don't know how to build my own WordPress site, how how am I going to be successful at business? You hire someone to right. build your WordPress site. You don't mm-hmm. have to do that. Like, right. people don't come to you as a health coach because you're awesome yep. at WordPress. Exactly. They come to you because you're a health coach. Right. <laughs> and that's where I love to write, but mm-hmm. I'm such a perfectionist that when we started working together yeah. and I could write up 
blog posts or put notes together for an email series mm-hmm. and then you could send it off for yep. me and mm-hmm. just get it done that was so helpful right. because I could do the part that I loved uh-huh. and let go of all the garbage like formatting stuff in MailChimp mm-hmm. and that's where I think is kind of your really good zone is you have that authentic voice and you don't I mean you don't want to outsource that you don't want to just completely I had a client who tried to like give away her marketing to me and we lost a lot of her following because because so much of what people had connected with was her and right. how she, you know, connected with her audience. So I said to her, I'm like, you need to do, like, you have to do everything, but you need to do some things. Like, give me pieces that I can, like, use and then put together so you don't lose that authentic voice. Well, and I think that's where you can use some of, like, what you create in different mm-hmm. ways. Oh, yeah. You that's know, that's can... my top tip for everyone is, you know, you could create one piece of content, but then put it in multiple channels. Like, if you're writing a blog post, that can become your email newsletter. That can be the teaser that goes on your social media. Media. You can take an image and have an Instagram post. And then you've, you've got five pieces of content and you really only worked one time. See, that feels so much better to show up for one or two things. Mm-hmm. And and now I've gotten to the point, like in the last year, working with you and being able to de- delegate the pieces that I really didn't love. And also then being able to figure out where my clients are hanging out, mm-hmm. where I can best reach them, and where I feel good showing up. Yeah. I don't love Facebook I just don't like mm-hmm. showing up. And so when I had a Facebook group or when we had a Facebook group, it was hard to consistently show up there yeah. because that's not, I get distracted. There's all the notifications, mm-hmm. there's the shiny things and everything happening. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for me to consistently show up there without losing two days a week Yeah, doing it. Mm-hmm. And so giving myself permission to let go of the Facebook group and move our community off of there has been so freeing. Yeah. To not have to do that. Yeah. I mean, I'm on Facebook because as a marketing person, you kind of have to be and you have to know what's going on there. But I don't love it. Like if a client comes to me and says, hey, I really love Facebook and I want to be on Facebook more. They're probably not the right fit for me because I'm going to be like, oh, I don't want to be on Facebook any more than you do. But if they, <laughs> if that's the piece that they want to yeah. manage and mm-hmm. they love it, that's where they should show up. Right. Yeah. And if it's where their, if it's where their customers are, then they have to kind of show up there. Right. But, but they can do it on their terms. They can schedule stuff like a couple weeks in advance. So you can only show up there. You know, it's like your friend's party that you walk into and you do like the drive by for an hour and then you're done. Right. It doesn't have to control your whole life. Right. And that's where I feel like I'm starting to really embrace Instagram more. I Mm -hmm. love Instagram for the visuals and the content, and I love connecting with people in Mm -hmm. that way. But I find that I have these moments of inspiration where I see something lovely and I can't wait to share it. And then I have this great experience and I have five pictures I put up all at one time and then <laughs> I walk away and don't do anything for a month. Yeah. And and now that I'm starting to use a scheduler and be able to schedule out some posts, it feels so much better because I can get in that zone and mm-hmm. really use that energy and that voice and yeah. put it down and get it created and then have it go out over time so that I'm not bombarding my people. I'm able to show up consistently and still be in my authentic like energy mm-hmm. yeah. and intention and feel good about what I'm sharing. And that's a piece that, you know, we didn't get into when we were talking about this episode is finding your rhythm of what feels good to you. Like for me, it's, it's first thing in the morning. That's when I have to do all my creative work. My most, like my energy at 10 o'clock in the morning when we're recording this is better now than it will be at two o'clock. I could not do this podcast at two o'clock unless we had like 20 cups of coffee. 
<laughs> but I know that about myself. Like I know about you, you like to batch things. So learning that about yourself before you even start marketing, like that'll get you further than just trying to throw a bunch of crap up there and, you know, do the spaghetti test and see what sticks. Right. I think that that's where, um, I know working with you, like the two things that you've been able to help me with are delegating. So what are the pieces that I can let go of? Mm-hmm. And also letting go altogether of the things that don't serve my business well. Yeah. And I think you hit on that a minute ago about where does your ideal client hang out? Mm-hmm. You know, if you were thinking about them as a person, how do they spend their day? Are they in the coffee shop working from their computer? Are they at home with their kids? Are they professionals? Mm-hmm. Are they, you know, who are they? Where do they spend their time? Yeah. And are they people who are on LinkedIn? Mm-hmm. Are they people who are on Pinterest all the time? Are mm-hmm. they people who are on Twitter? You know, like know that about yourself, where you like to show up, but also think about that for your clients, yeah. right? Where are your ideal people hanging out and mm-hmm. how do you connect with them there? Yeah. I mean, I found a client off of a business card that I left in a wellness shop in East town. Like she literally just picked it up and she became like a $300 client of mine just cause I happened to say, well, the kind of people that I'm going to want to work with will gravitate to that place. So right. that's the example I always give. It's like, you know, I'm, I knew nothing about her. I knew nothing about the kind of healing modality that she used, but because we were in, cause I'm, Whoa. <laughs> because our paths intersected so in that spot like there was a place there was a zone of interception there yeah that totally makes sense Mm -hmm. the other thing i feel like is really interesting is when like okay when your clients i lost my train of thought (laughs) it's okay Sorry. No. Um, oh, when you feel gross about marketing. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing is like sales and marketing, I think for business owners, especially ones who are really passionate and interested in what they do, your sales and marketing, um, I think you you might love your work and mm-hmm. be really passionate about that and feel gross about sales and marketing. Yeah. And when you don't feel good about it, when you feel like you're being spammy, when you feel like you're asking people to give you something it brings this weird energy into your marketing. Mm-hmm. And like, what do you say to people about that? Well, it's it's kind of like that air of desperation, like that you, you've never been on online dating, but you can always kind of tell who's been out there for a while and it's like, please, someone date me. It's that same thing with your business too. And you don't want to give off that air of desperation. Like the, the thing that my therapist told me about dating, which is really true in business too, it's just be yourself and the right things will come to you. Like you're better off putting yourself out there at the speed and the way that you feel good. Maybe for you, it's just doing one blog post a month. If that is what feels authentic and good to you, you're better off spending your energy on that than you are throwing up a bunch of other crap on different channels and not feeling good about it because that energy is going to come through. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. The other thing I would say um, to people who feel gross about what they do, or not gross about (laughs) what they do, but about asking for business, Mm -hmm. you know, um, is if you're walking down the street and you meet someone Mm -hmm. and you introduce yourself and Mm -hmm. say, hi, I'm Erica, you know, this is what I do, or don't say, you know, like you... Your marketing is your chance to introduce yourself to exactly. a stranger. Yep. To mm-hmm. meet someone at a party and say, hi, how this are you? This is what you? I do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you? What are you into? Like, mm-hmm. let's have a conversation. Right. That's your first way to, like, reach out and shake mm-hmm. somebody's hand with yeah. your marketing. So 
showing up and introducing yourself in a way that feels good is like a personal introduction. And I was going to say, too, like that's where I recommend people spend a lot more time is on formulating that network and formulating those in-person connections because – I have to tell clients all the time, like, people aren't just going to click on a Facebook ad and spend $1,000 on your program if they don't know you and they don't know anything about you. It's but so if it's true. But if it's someone that you know, you've, you know, gone to a class for free, you've gone to one of their, you've gone to a seminar with them, then you're more inclined to be like, okay, you know, let me sign up for your email. Let me learn a little bit more about you. And then once they learn that, then you kind of baby step them into where they want to make that big purchase. But you, you have to, you can't go from zero to 100 without going to one. So well, you, and it's building yeah. that relationship exactly it's right? all about building those relationships first and it's i mean you hear it all the time the no like and trust mm-hmm. but really if you don't trust someone how do you have a relationship with them business right. or otherwise mm-hmm. you know and so i think social media marketing all of those things are opportunities for people to just get to know you better yeah i mean i use facebook for my business all the time but i don't use it as you know, someone's going to convert and buy a marketing strategy package. It's, hey, I'm Jackie. I do this. You know so-and-so who I know. Let's get together, have a cup of coffee, and let's see how we can learn from each other. And then those relationships form. And then maybe if they don't even need my help, they'll refer me to someone who does. And that's how I've gotten a lot of my business is just from someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. Right. And getting into those conversations, like authentic conversations, not just the spammy marketing, Mm -hmm. like, here's my next event, here's my next thing, but like... Uh, contributing to a conversation in a group Mm -hmm. or, you know, commenting on other people's situations and offering support without asking for anything. Mm -hmm. You know, that's building trust. That's getting to know people um, and finding what feels good. Yeah. And that's what we're all about. Finding what feels good, finding your flow, making your marketing feel good. Right. Well, and if your marketing feels good and you can learn to love how you show up in the world and how you put yourself out there, it helps you to love your business even more. Mm -hmm. And if you can show up with great energy because the things you do feel aligned with who you are, that's how you love your life even more. And isn't that what this month is all about? Yes, it is. It is about loving your life. So I think that about wraps it up for us. Yeah. I hope everyone has a fantastic day. Yes. Bye-bye. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. The all-new Toyota RAV4 asks, what if? What if your ride was refined and rugged at the same time? Introducing a car that's got style and substance to spare. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Featuring a sophisticated, muscular new exterior and available options like a premium JBL audio system and panoramic roof. The all-new RAV4 Limited. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL and Clarifier registered trademarks of Harman International Industries Incorporated. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.